You're listening to the Zero Lives Left podcast episode 14. Welcome to the Zero Lives Left podcast. What is it you have always wanted to do? Are you stuck going around in circles? Sound familiar? Maybe you have always wanted to start a business. Maybe there's a particular career path you've wanted to follow. Each episode, we bring you an inspiring insight from someone who has done it, how they did it, along with actionable tips on how you can make it happen. Now, here's your host, Wayne Denner. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Zero Lives Left podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. We have another packed episode for you today. We're going to be talking to my good friend, elite motivator Cameron Parker, one of the UK's top motivational speakers, inspiring teens and individuals across the UK. This is one episode you're not going to want to miss. Don't forget if you've got any questions or topics that you would like me to cover on the show, I would love to hear from you. Please send me a tweet to at Wayne Denner or send me an email to podcast at waynedenner.com. If you're listening to this podcast on iTunes, please do stop by and rate and review this podcast. Please let me know what you think about it. If you're listening over in Stitcher, please leave a review over there as well. All right, let's not waste any more time. I'm really excited about this episode. Let's get right in to episode 14 of the Zero Lives Left podcast. Now, we all love the story of an underdog, someone who no matter what works and works and never gives up. They always have the end result in sight. They keep at it no matter what, no matter what. I guess you could say we're all underdogs. In life, we all want to aspire to be someone. I remember when I was five or six, I wanted to be Superman or Batman. When you were five, it seemed like in life you could be absolutely anyone. But as we get older and we move through life, some of us become stuck. Those dreams and ambitions that we once had seem like a distant memory. Many of us still have dreams. Maybe we'd like to get a better job. Maybe we'd like to return and complete the education that we never got a chance to do while we were at school. Maybe we'd even like to start a business. It's all possible, or is it? Can we make it happen? Or are those dreams we once had and might still have just dreams? Joining me on episode 14 of the Zero Lives Left podcast is my good friend, elite motivator, Cameron Parker, one of the UK's top motivational speakers, inspiring teens and people of all different walks of life across the UK. Bro, thanks for joining me on the show. Wow, wow. I'm pumped up after that intro. Thank you. Um, I've been watching your work now, Wayne. Honestly, I'm a fan of what you do. So it's a great pleasure to be on your podcast. So thank you. Oh, man, this is awesome. I mean, we, we, we've, tried to, we've tried to line this up for a long time now. A long time. A long time. <laughs> and our schedules were just conflicting all the time. But it's so nice to finally get you on the show and really talk a bit about what you've been doing for the past couple of years. I mean, I've been following you online. You know, I've seen you grow. I've seen you, you know, deliver some really impacting messages in schools and colleges. I mean, you, you've become one of the UK's top motivational speakers, inspiring tens of thousands of teens across the country. You're best described as elite, elite motivator. Tell us a bit more about what that means. Um, I would say the elite motivator. I, I'm only 23 years old and I consider and I, I feel I'm the best motivational speaker within the UK. Um, that's coming from the most kind of humblest, 
way possible because I still understand I'm very young and I've got a lot of growing to do, you know, and a lot of experience to gain. But I feel like I've got that mentality and having the elite motivator name helps me push and it's a reminder every single day to keep pushing and keep moving forward, you know. Um, with that said, I still got so much respect for the other motivational speakers within the UK, um, but it's just kind of that mentality which I feel I need to adopt to keep moving forward and keep progressing. And hopefully with that, I would say, confidence, hopefully that will be pushed onto the students I inspire. Now, you mentioned confidence. Confidence is really, really important. I mean, how, how, how do we instill that in young people today? I think with confidence, confidence is, is for me especially, it's knowing what I do. Um, so as far as speaking, I receive quite a lot of questions, especially online, asking me how do I do what I do. Um, and I think it comes down to competence. So, for example, I practice, I do a lot of learning. Um, so before I step on stage, it, it looks like it's all natural, but really I've practiced over and over again, and I know the topic like the back of my hand. So I feel like that's the way I gain confidence. And I also feel confidence can come from failing. Um, I don't know what you think about that. I feel I've failed quite a few times, and through that I've gained confidence because now I know what to do. And, and when you've been at the bottom, I guess the only way is up. So... Um, I hear you, man. I hear you, you gain confidence through that. I, I don't know. What, what do you think about that? Yeah, you know, I think I think you're absolutely right. I mean, I think you you know you you, you got to put yourself out there. You know, you got to put yourself in situations. Um, you got to step outside your comfort zone all the time. I mean, you know, when I started off in the speaking business, I mean, I was completely scared. You know, getting up in an in front of an audience and sharing a message. Um, you know, it's a it's a very daunting experience, and it's something that through time, when you build your confidence, you become more confident comfortable and yeah. you're, you're able to execute your message a lot better. But, you know, we're talking about young people, you know, needing the confidence. But, you know, many adults I come across also need that confidence. Yeah, I, I feel especially whether people like to admit it or not, we all have insecurities, you know. And once when we step up on stage, we got hundreds of people just staring at us. So basically, our, our insecurities are right there in front of everybody. Um, but for what we do, we need to overcome that. And I feel like sometimes it's about putting yourself, trying to be comfortable in an uncomfortable situation. And through that, you will grow and you will develop as a person. Um, and that's the way I really feel like I've gained confidence is just by putting myself out there, you know. Now, now tell me more about the messages that you deliver in schools and colleges. You know, give, give me a taste of, uh, of what young people can expect to hear. And not, not just young people, but I mean, you speak to adults as well. I mean, what sort of messages can people expect to hear from one of your talks? I mean, in, within school, I wasn't particularly a naughty person. I wasn't. That wasn't who I was. Um, I just couldn't understand the importance of education. And to be honest, Wayne, I just couldn't really care less. I just wanted to do my five years and I wanted to leave. Um, and I went through the whole five-year process like this, not caring. And it wasn't until I got the results I actually realized I kind of did care. And it really did have an impact on my life and, and where I was going to go next. Um, so I, I really touch on my story. And I also touch on that it's not just about the results. You might have heard the quote before. It's not about what you get or the results. It's about the person you become. Yeah. Um, and I'm a, true, I'm a true believer in that. And I believe that education is not for everyone body um, but if you manage whether you like it or not essentially you have to go to school 
Um, so what I do challenge your students to do is put everything they can into school because they're going to still develop characteristics which will help them for the rest of their life, you know? Yeah. Uh, um, and there's a quote from Albert Einstein. And he said, um, everybody's a genius, <laughs> but if you judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree, it will live its whole life believing that it's stupid. Yeah. Uh, and I feel for me, because i got dyslexia, i got ADHD, I feel education has been a challenge for me. And it's a challenge for many people. And you can't judge everybody based on what results they get. But they need to try and develop other characteristics which will help and benefit them for the rest of their life. And that's one thing I really do touch on. Yeah, man, I really like that. It's not about the results, it's about the person you become. I think that's an important message that we, you know, you know, that, that, that impacts young people, that reaches young people, but not just young people, that reaches everybody. I mean, you've got people in all walks of life going through, you know, different challenges, you know, work challenges, personal challenges, financial challenges, relationships challenges. You know, we live in a very results driven society. Oh. Definitely. Do you, so do you, would you say success in general, would you say it's more about the journey than the destination? Because we've all heard that quote. Um, and the more I grow up now, the more I experience life, I feel it is more about the journey than actually the destination, more than the materialistic things, you know? I think so, yeah. And I think there's so much pressure on people right now um, to succeed. Um, there's so much pressure on people to, you know, to get the results, you know, to be number one, you know, to, to get those, you know, exam results you know and I, yes these things are important but you know I think it's all about the person you become and I think you only become that person by having those experiences when you leave school definitely I, I definitely agree with that and and that's the message which can be passed on to many people you know even if you're in a job you dislike I feel there's still many things you can take away from there which can help you and which can benefit you for many other areas of your life too yeah, absolutely. Now, you're always looking to improve and grow as an individual. I mean, that's a core component of who you are and what you do. Why do you think this is important for people to want to improve and to want to grow as an individual? Ah, oh, man. For me personally, I just feel just growing as an individual has changed my life, um, kind of personal development and actually every day going out there and trying to become better. Just Not even just by, say, education, also by the way you talk to people and the way you carry yourself, I think it's so important. Um, and every single day, Wayne, I mean, I'm still doing things when I, I sit back and reflect on my day and think, why did I just do that? Why did I get angry in that situation? Um, could I have said something better? Could I pick my words better every single day I'm doing that and uh, and I get angry sometimes but really it's, it's, it's a progressive um, strategy which I feel like I use to help benefit me and take me to the next level if that makes sense it does yeah and I mean you mentioned reflection in there I mean I don't think we reflect enough in life sometimes I mean if we think of some of the small things that we achieve as individuals yeah. I mean it's massive I mean I, I, I sit back and reflect sometimes I mean some of the things that I'm doing right now I mean it's it's, it's unreal and I mean it's all it's possible like yeah I, I've seen some of your videos and, and of you talking man you're doing such a great job and you, you probably feel because it's a 
success never happens as fast as you expect it to, especially not for me anyway. So we're taking small steps every single day, so we forget to smile the roses from time to time. Mm. But if you actually look back two or three years ago, when we kind of connected to each other, we were certainly not in the position we are in now. No, man, definitely, definitely. Now, I heard a great quote one time. This guy says, it takes 10 years to become an overnight success. (laughs) 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 Yes. I liked it, man. I just liked it because I look back, you know, and I reflect on on, on my journey. You know, when I'm, I'm 36 this year um, you know and I, and I think you know you know what I've been able to achieve over the past couple of years has been phenomenal I mean to write a book um, you know and it was something when I was in school I was never strong at English you know if somebody had said to me you know you're going to write a book someday in fact if somebody had said to me you know you're going to get a degree and you're going to get a master's I would have thought they were bonkers because I would have thought that was beyond me but it's not beyond me it's not beyond other people either is that is that type of message you pass on in schools too? Yeah, I mean, you know, I think you talk a lot about social media and, and well, what you put online. But you also talk about your story. Yeah, absolutely, man. You know, I, I you know, I, I do a little bit of motivational uh, work from time to time with with young people. You know, getting them to really think about because you know I was one of those underdogs. You know, I didn't get. The, the GCSEs I didn't get the A levels that I needed to progress and only only people uh, you know you know only I had a, one or two caring adults in my life who actually helped put me on a path I don't know where I would have ended up so that was very very important for me that mentor that I had very very early on helping me to to you know to really grow and develop as a person and I think that's really really important and I think you know that's a message that I try to get young people to think about you know where you are now is only temporary um, you know, it's not where you're going to be forever. And, you know, I think, you know, when, when, when I reflect and when I look back, you know, I thought I was going to be stuck in that position for a very, very long time. But life moves on. People evolve and uh, we grow up and we experience that, new things. Yeah, that's interesting, especially when you leave school. Um, it, it, it's a reality check, you know. And that's one thing I do pass on to uh, the students. I say, I'm not a teacher, so I'm going to share with you the good and the bad. And whether you like it or not, once you walk out those gates for the last time, let's be honest, all right? The teacher's going to go back teaching another class. Mm. I'm going to go back doing what I'm doing. Yeah. And your friends are going to go in different directions. Now you're out in this great world of opportunity by yourself. And if you're not prepared for it, it can be scary, Wayne. And we've probably both been <laughs> in that same situation. And they still got time to turn it around and that's that's one another kind of principle and another element I really touch on I think these are really important messages man I, I mean I'm loving the messages that you're really into young people I think it's very very important now you touched you touched on it earlier on um, and I think that's important um, you mentioned uh, dyslexia and you mentioned you know you know you mentioned on your website about ADHD um, you use this to your advantage can you give us a little bit more of an insight to how you've been able to do that I mean, I only found out I had dyslexia um, my first year at university, uh, which is quite late, to be honest. I think I was around 20. And I used to play American football, and I used to play at quite a high level. Um, And I I was sat in class thinking, God, I feel like I'm getting stupid. Maybe I've been smashed in the head too many times. (laughs) Honestly, that that was a thought of mine. Um, and then I was in one of my PAL sessions and the teacher said to me, she said, I think you've got dyslexia. I said, no, don't be silly. And she said, no, I really think you did. Uh, you do. But I dismissed it. Um, and then when I was reading, I noticed I passed over a lot of hard words and I would skip a lot. 
mm. um, where I didn't really pick it up before. So I said, you know what, Wayne, I thought I'm, I'm going to pay for the test. So I paid for the test and uh, I found out I had dyslexia and got it pretty bad with uh, ADHD. I'm still not convinced on the ADHD side of things because I feel just in the technology nowadays, um, we just we get distracted too easy anyway. So I put it down to that kind of mm-hmm. Um, we're always flicking through our phone, you know, with Snapchat and everything. Everything's getting shorter and shorter. Um, but I, I use it to my advantage, and, and I, I was really down. I was really down um, when I found out I had dyslexia first. And then I typed in on Google, as you do, people, famous people who've got dyslexia and searched it. And then you found out people like Will Smith, um, Richard Branson, Albert Einstein, all these people have dyslexia. I was like, wow, if they can do it, then why can't I? And then also, um, one of my teachers, one of my lecturers at university, uh, Dr. Harriet Shaw, um, she's got dyslexia now. She's a doctor, you know, she's very young too. And to me, that inspired me. And I thought, I have no excuse. So I approached her and she, I said to her, how do you deal with it? She said, you just need to understand things are going to take you longer than most people as far as in academia and education. Accept it. And use it to your advantage, because where you, where someone might succeed in something else, you're definitely going to succeed in another area, you know. Um, and it's just about understanding your weaknesses and certainly understanding your strengths. And that's exactly what I feel like I've done. Um, and that's that's what I'm doing right now. And still, every day I'm growing, and every day I'm reading. And I feel since I found out, I know how to work it, and I know that. Since then, since I found out, my reading and my writing abilities improved immensely. That's awesome, man. I mean, there's no doubt. I mean, you're 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 being a success in, in what you're doing now, and you know you can see that. I mean, I mean, I can see that from watching that, from reading some of your blogs. You know that you really are, you know, a talented individual, and that message that you're getting out there is really, really important. Nice. Yes. So little snowball things, especially with my blogs as well. Um, every blog that I pull up, I, I get checked from one of my very good friends, um, just for grammar and stuff like that. And when I first used to send it to them, the changes used to be unreal. But now, literally, there, there may be just a few little commas in place. There's about three or four changes, and that's it. So my, my ability, since I found out I've got dyslexia, is just improved immensely, as I said. And, and, and now I probably won't even have to get them to check my blogs, you know? And that's brilliant. I mean, that's that's an important message for those people who are listening into the podcast, maybe who, you know, would like to put a blog online and really maybe don't have the confidence, don't feel confident in themselves. Confidence uh, you know. is confidence. It is. And it's all possible. And it started with Facebook statuses when I found out. I was scared to put a Facebook status with Wayne because I was thinking, oh God, what if I what if I spell it wrong and this and that? And then I was um last week I put I said, PS, I haven't even checked the grammar on this one because I can't I don't really care right now. Um blame it to dyslexia. Actually don't, don't blame it on anything at all. I just can't be bothered. <laughs> Look, sometimes I mess up on the grammar as well. I mean, you know, and uh, on Twitter, they have the grammar police. Somebody has set up a, a Twitter account called the grammar police. And uh, they, 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 try and, uh, they try and chastise you for, uh, or me mainly, for incorrect use of grammar. So listen, it happens to me too, bro. <laughs> now listen, tell me, um, you know, this, this is great stuff. You know, there's, there's an incredible amount of value being added here to our listeners. Um, as well as speaking to young people across the UK, you're also co-creator and CEO of the motivational lifestyle brand Hungry Underdogs. Tell me more. Yes. So Hungry Underdogs is essentially a lifestyle. I mean, this, this is which changed my life. 
Um, I even got it tattooed on my chest. It's something I'm really serious about. You may see all the clothes and things we sell, mm. but at Hungry Underdogs, we believe that everybody in life is an underdog, but only the hungriest succeed. So what we mean by that is you could be at home playing an Xbox all day long, um, and I guarantee there's somebody around the world who shares the same goal and ambition and desire as you. So while sure they're wasting time all day on the Xbox, somebody out there is taking the extra steps closer to their dreams. That's why we say mm-hmm. only the hungriest succeed. Um, and that's kind of the mentality and the lifestyle we preach. And you said about uh, you've been an underdog before, mm-hmm. but you're still working very much hard. You're, you're still working hard, even though you're at the top of your game. So for me, that still means you've adopted the HUD mentality and a HUD lifestyle um, because even if you are number one you can't become complacent in my opinion you have to continue with this lifestyle and you have to keep progressing every single day you know yeah man it's so true I mean you know that when you think about it you know running a running a business whether it's a small business or you know whether you're a one man band I mean you put an incredible amount of investment and time and you know a lot of people don't see that you know they see you know they see the success you know they see when you start to be you know you're on TV or you're doing some radio you've wrote a book or suddenly you're traveling internationally and you know they think you know they think that just happened overnight but it takes a long time. Long and time. I have been there, man. I remember one time, you know, uh, you know, in two thousand and six, I, 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 you know, I was, I, I was studying a masters, and I hadn't enough money to buy a pint of milk. Thirty six p was what I needed for a half pint of milk, and I didn't even have thirty six p. Wow, it's funny because I say most celebrities they adopt this kind of mentality without them even realizing you know and one example i use but i get booed at schools is justin bieber <laughs> i said you know school everyone hates justin bieber or they seem to hate him um but if you actually watch some videos you see him out on the street performing he taught himself how to sing how to play the guitar piano or whatever um, instruments he plays so he taught himself how to do it um, and he just kind of grinded over and over again producing these YouTube videos and that's who he is now you know he's a huge success very much hated because I guess a lot of success at a young age isn't always the best thing but you still can't hate on the guy you know no and you know he's you know you know it's it's like everything you know you, you got to put the effort in you got to do the time you got to learn your craft and you know you as you said you, you cannot be complacent you got to keep pushing on you got to keep reinvesting in yourself i mean education uh, has always been important uh, component to success. How important has education been to your success? I mean, you touched on it earlier on. Um, you know, I you know you're, you're 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 finishing your degree up now soon. Yes, I graduate next year, so I got nice. uh, split my final year into two because of all business commitments. But that's good, man. You know, you know, you're going to get that degree. You're going to get that qualification under your belt. But you know, I, I guess you know from looking and following what you've been doing online. I mean, once you walk out that door of that university with that degree, with that rolled up, that's not the end for you. You're going to be learning more. Definitely not. And as far as education, I just want to take it away from kind of academia and say the, the school system. You know, because I feel like edu- you don't need to get a degree. 
to be smart or to be educated, you know. Um, in some fields, you can just learn by yourself or there's a lot of other content you can read which will help benefit you succeed in many different fields, you know. Obviously, if you want to be a doctor and stuff like that, you need to get a degree and then so on and so forth. Um, but as far as education, I like to perceive that as just kind of learning um, and learning your craft and learning your trading and c continuously doing that every single day. Don't just learn a bit and stop and then just do it. You need to learn every single day. And I feel I've done that now. Um, I'm still doing that. Uh, the amount of reading I do is unbelievable. The amount of videos I watch is unreal. But I'm taking notes. I'm not just looking over it passively. I'm studying. Yeah. Um, so that combined with the academia side, because, you know, these academic papers are intense. Um, yeah. And, and they're, they're, they're a struggle to read. So I really do struggle, and it takes a lot of time. But when I combine everything together... I feel like it's just going to benefit me and grow me as an individual, you know. Um, and, and that's how I feel like education has helped me. And it's helped me just with my speaking. It's helped me with my business. Um, but most importantly, as I say, with speaking, my reading and writing. Five years ago, Wayne, I only had about five to ten words in my vocabulary, you know. Um, I'm still very limited in that area, but it's improving. And, and that's the main thing. Yeah, you're putting yourself out there, man, and you're learning all the time. Now, I mean, fitness is an important component of your life as well. I mean, and this is something really for the past couple of years, I guess I've struggled with, um, you know, having fitness in my life. I've been, you know, I've been very busy with business. And as a result of that, you know, the sort of fitness end of thing kind of drops off. But recently I've got back into it now. I'm on the bike. I'm out cycling. I'm on, you know, I'm doing, trying to do a hundred miles a week on my bike. It's great. I'm really, really loving it. I mean, what advice would you give to those people looking to improve their overall fitness and their level of fitness because the fitness is very much linked to how you're how successful you can become how mentally fit you feel and all yeah. this sort of stuff you know tell us more about that firstly since you started exercising again how do you feel i feel good man i feel i'm sleeping at night i feel my concentration's a lot better i feel my output in work's a lot better um i'm trying to go to bed early at night like 10 30 11 i'm trying to get into bed previously i was sitting up to like one o'clock two o'clock in the morning just crazy stuff yeah do you know fitness for me as you probably see through following me on social media i take it very very seriously um especially as far as lifting weights in the gym but i just don't want to be one of those guys who can lift heavy on a bench press or on a squat rack but then they can't touch the toes yeah. or they can't do a pull-up i want to be now i'm thinking about longevity and i want to be an all-round type of athlete you know and uh I'm working a lot more on my mobility and my flexibility, but I feel fitness for me is a huge part of what I do. Um, and I take myself in the gym. I take myself to a place in the gym which is is horrible, you know? Not everybody needs to do that, but I do because I feel if I push myself hard in the gym, then it doesn't matter what life throws at me. Um, it's going to be easy. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does make sense. Um, but at the same time, I don't believe everybody needs to go to the gym. You can go out on the bike. There's many different forms of fitness you can do. And people, especially young people, they feel they don't need to work out, especially because they operate absolutely fine without working out, um, especially if you've never done it before. So they don't know no different. But as you said, since you've started working out again, you feel amazing. And that's what fitness and working out does. So until you actually start doing it, you actually realize there's this whole nother aspect to life which the human body needs. Um, 
So I would say to any kind of motivation I could give people, just start by doing it. You don't need to become a bodybuilder, but you certainly need a purpose, and you need a purpose for doing what you want to do. And I guarantee, if you start working out and doing it consistently, it will improve, and you will improve in other areas of your life. Healthy body, healthy mind, and I'm a great believer of that, Wayne. One hundred percent. Yeah, I think that's really important, and I think I've I've seen the difference in myself. I, I you know I've lost weight. I've, you know, I felt better. Um, it releases all those endorphins. You know, you're getting out in the bike, you know, and I'm cycling, you know, 40, 50 mile, you know, up hills. I'm just, you know, I see a big hill coming and I'm pushing up that hill. You know, I'm really enjoying it. It's fresh air as well, you know. It's getting out and doing something, doing what the body needs to do, even if it's just going for a little walk and putting down your phone for an hour. You know, people don't do this stuff. Um, it's just walking, you know, drink the right, uh, drink the right drink, like water, uh, food, you, you know, you name it. You have to do it, I feel, and look after the body because it's all about longevity, you know. And I think it's so important, um, you know, if you, you know, if you're thinking about starting a business, I think you gotta have, you know, you know, and I know this. Whenever you start off a business, I mean, I remember back in the early days. I mean, you put in a lot of hours. I mean, you work eighty hours for yourself, so you won't have to work forty hours for somebody else. Um, yeah, and it's so true the amount of hours you put in and as a result of that your health can start to suffer you're not getting out you're not doing your exercise and then and then I found I was sitting at my desk and I was eating chocolate and I was drinking Coca-Cola and it was just not good it's, it, it comes down to small sacrifices too you know and I love chocolate. Don't don't mistake me. I absolutely love chocolate, especially Ben and Jerry's fudge brownie. Oh. You know the ice cream. That's good, man. Honestly, like Wayne, it's I'm in love with it. <laughs> I honestly said to my girlfriend, "Don't make me choose between you two. <laughs> you're not gonna like the answer." Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's difficult. It really, really is difficult. But the oh, message that you're trying to hit home yeah. is fitness is key. It's about finding that balance. You know, it's really about finding that balance. And I feel the more you work out, then you you can treat yourself to going out and eating the food you want. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. I agree. Now, I was checking out your website. I, obviously, I keep an eye on, 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 on congratulations on the new website. It looks really well. I really like it, man. Yep. Really, really nice. Really nice. Good job. Good job. So Thank I you. noticed I noticed one of you know, I've, I've been following your blogs and, and, and reading some of the stuff that you've been tweeting. And you've you done a blog post recently titled Create a Boss. Um, why is this important that people take control of their own lives? When people... The title, I feel, is quite grabbing of create a boss, you know. I feel people probably read and they think I'm talking about entrepreneurship, becoming your own boss, which is essentially what I'm not really talking about. And I was actually surprised the amount of teachers who contacted me saying they really liked it because I thought they might look down on it, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, but what I mean by creating a boss is it's just taking charge of your life. I feel like we just get so, so stuck in the system and the everyday life and the way things are that we just let it be um, and creating a boss is kind of creating the exact life you want and whether you're doing a 9 to 5 that's absolutely fine you can still be your own boss within that 9 to 5 and that comes down to autonomy um, and there's a theory which I read is a self-determination theory have you ever heard that mm -hmm. before? yeah yeah and obviously that's one of the main components isn't it one of um, the three is autonomy competence I can't think of the other one now 
it, it, uh-huh. it's so important that that people get that balance in in the workplace you know many people feel that they're you know that they're they're you know they're, they're just working what's the saying um they're 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 they're, they're working they're working to live, not living to working. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and that's a that's a big problem, I think, for many people. I mean, I know people who come to me regularly, and, and you probably get this as well. You know, they like what you're doing, and they want to do what you're doing. And, you know, they, 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 they haven't thought it out correct. You know, they think, I'd like to be my own boss. And, you know, as you know, as I know, it takes a lot of time. It takes a lot of effort, a lot of it's sacrifice, all those things. It's not easy. It's really, really not easy. And I'm still not there completely right now. Um, but every day, as I said, it's just about learning and, and creating the life you want. And I want to create a life where I have a balance between family, work, and, of course, following my dream. And that's that's my work, you know. Um, when Once I get – obviously, it's, it's – not saying if you're doing a nine to five, it's, it's not a, it's not a big problem. But I want to be in charge, and, and if I want to go to my kids' um, sports day, I can go. I can make that decision. Yeah, and I mean, I, I'm a parent. I have two boys, and it, it's great to be able to just take that time and just go to a sports day, go to a football match, finish early. I mean, yeah. the flexibility is unreal. However, it does come with a sacrifice whenever you see people getting on. They've got their regular salary coming in. Yeah. But if you want it bad enough, if you believe in what you're doing, you can make it happen. And I always say, connect with like-minded people. Definitely, definitely. And that's that's helped. Look at us now. Yeah. Um, so with that said, I've got a saying, only fly with eagles. Yeah, um, yeah absolutely. You probably see me post it around, and, and I'm a true believer in that. And I feel that's, that's the, one of the most important lessons I've ever learned. Yeah, no, it's good. It's good. So tell me, you know, you know, people who are graduating this year, I mean, you, you know, you're out there, you're doing it, you're making it happen. You're working for yourself. You're living the dream. You're putting in the effort. I mean, if you know, there's people listening to this show who maybe want to start a business, maybe they've graduated this year, 2015. They're not sure what they're going to do come September. Maybe they want to get a job. Maybe they want to go traveling. Maybe they'd like to start a business. What advice would you share with them? What would be your three key bits of advice that you would share with somebody listening right now? Three keys. Oh, put me on the spot. Curveball, man. I know. Um, firstly, I would just say drop all the BS. Yeah. I don't want to swear. Drop all the BS. See it as it is. See what situation you are in and then move forward from there. Don't make excuses. I, I'm, I'm taking that as one, by the way. I'm taking yeah. that as one. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. I would say two, you just need to start by starting. A lot of people are just, I don't know where to start. I don't know where to begin. That's just rubbish. I, I just feel that's absolute rubbish. Just start by starting. Um, and I've uploaded a video, um, I think, the other day on Facebook. And, and ways to do it is kind of just see what has the biggest return on investment, maybe. See which, which is important, things what need to be done. Um, so, so that's two. I think drop the BS. Mm. Two is start by starting, and three, of course, just go out and do it. Try, learn, fail, do it over again, repeat, do it again. 
do it again and keep going keep it's all about persistence if you want to go travel just go and travel if you have nothing holding you back no baggage go and do it that's it man that that is it so listen tell me how can people get in touch with you right now give us the website address give us the twitter tell us what's going to be happening over the next couple of months um you know that sort of stuff I mean, the best place to find me is on my website at cameron-parker.com. Um, I'm also very, very active on Facebook. So facebook.com forward slash HUD, And then also on Twitter at HUD. So over the next couple months, I am holding on to so much content right now. So I'm going to be releasing a lot of content, a lot of material, which will not only help you, but also inspire you and give, provide you with strategies which benefit you for the rest of your life. And I say that with great confidence. Um, at the same time, I'm not pretending I have the right answers. Um, but we're all going to grow together, you know, and you can either use what I say or you don't. Either way, we're going to keep moving forward and, and race to the top. Cameron, I know you're incredibly busy, so thank you for taking time out to chat with me, to share your journey, to give some really, really, really key, valuable information to listeners. I know I've learned a lot today. Um, it's been an honour. Um, I think we're going to pick this up again because I think there's, an, there's a lot more we can explore in relation to what you've been doing and some yeah. of the things that, you know, that you're going to be bringing out over the next couple of months. Um, and, and I think that's something that we, we really should revisit again very soon. 100% I just want to say massive thank you for the opportunity for allowing me to come and talk on your podcast today um, I do appreciate it and I'm confident we haven't spoke yet but I'm confident we'll be working on a lot more projects together definitely there's there's some there's some ideas that I have buzzing around in my head that we're going to look at that we're going to explore and I just think you know people listening into this podcast tonight I mean I hope they're making notes I hope they're writing down and if they're actioning some of the things that you said on this episode I think they're going to go a long way to success Cameron Parker thank you very much for joining me on the Zero Lives Left podcast thank you very much see you What an amazing episode. Thank you so much to my good friend Cameron Parker for taking time out of an incredibly busy schedule to chat with me on episode 14. What an episode. Some really, really key, valuable pieces of information that you guys can take away, that you can implement in order to make really important changes in your life. I mean, I love that one. It's not about the results. It's about the person you become. So important. I love Cameron's three tips. Don't make excuses. Drop the BS. Number one. Number two, start by starting. I mean, so simple. Start by starting. If you've got an idea, if there's something that you really want to do, if you want to start a business, if you want to go back to education, if you want to travel, whatever it is you want to do, it's important that you start by starting. And number three, learn to fail. I mean, we're all going to make mistakes. Let's face it. You're going to make mistakes in life. It's not the end of the world. It's not the end of the road. Pick yourself up. Learn from that mistake and move forward. So once again, thank you so much to my good buddy, Cameron Parker. Make sure you check him out online. Make sure you follow his Twitter account because you're not going to want to miss the information that this guy is sharing. Don't forget if you've got any questions or topics on things that you would like me to cover on the show, please do reach out. I know I haven't done a podcast in a while. I'm going to get back on the podcasting horse. This is episode 14. 
reach out, send me an email to podcast at wayndenner.com. If there's somebody you want me to interview, if you want to come on the show yourself, if you want to share your story, please do reach out. I want to hear from you. I want to hear your story. And I want you to share your story with our listeners on the Zero Lives Left podcast. Don't forget, you can pick up a copy of my book, The Student's Guide to an Epic Online Reputation. It's available from wayndenner.com. Please do stop by my website, wayndenner.com, and check out a little bit more information about what I do. We're going to be coming back very soon with episode 15 of the Zero Lives Left podcast. Thanks for listening to the Zero Lives Left podcast with Wayne Denner. Make sure to check out Wayne's new book, The Student's Guide to an Epic Online Reputation, available from waynedenner.com and follow him on Twitter at Wayne Denner. Tune in next time.